Woo! It is the middle of the week. Another middle of the week. Happy Wednesday, beautiful people on Babs Rose Ivy. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. It's Wednesday. And I don't think the weather is very cooperative. But it's spring. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. So let me wish my uh, Jewish brothers and sisters a very happy and peaceful Passover. Happy Passover, y'all. Uh, I sent my my little messages out this morning to my Jewish friends, uh, just wishing them a happy and easy Passover. My ex-husband is actually 28% Jewish. <laughs> Crack, cracks me up. I should send him one. And Harry's Jewish too. So <laughs> I think he's got, he's got double digit percentage, double digit percentage. Happy, happy uh, Passover, Harry. I'll send you a note too. <laughs> So to all my sisters and brothers, uh, happy Passover as we march into, uh, well, 3% counts, Harry. If they can measure it, it counts. <laughs> if they measuring it, listen, it counts. So happy Passover as we march toward Easter. And uh, I do believe I'll be in church on Sunday. Because I, I like to go to church Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday. And then and then I'm then I'm back to being a heathen. Sorry. Um, that's just the way it is. Uh, but I, I I don't have a church home to speak of. So I spend a lot of time at, um, I go to a Dixville Congregational because I, I just like the history and the, and the folks over there. Um, but I've not joined. And they are a UCC church and I'm a UCC member. So I could, I could readily just, you know, shift my membership at that space and i might in the end you know because you know as you get older you're like well i'm gonna die soon i need to have some place where my service can be held without a whole lot of problems <laughs> i'm here to tell you <laughs> i'm just trying to do it without a whole lot of a whole lot of problems so anyway yes i'm putting a little lotion on my face because you know I just be looking a little dry. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because the lights are so bright or I just need a little, uh, I just need a little bit more moisture. And, uh, you know, I I did a good thing last night. I, I went to bed rather, rather early, I think. It feels like I went to bed early, you know. Um, I mean, I got into bed and messed around on social media for a little bit and my intent was to my intentions were to read but no reading got done tonight reading will get done and i think i think it's time for a new television my um my 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 picture in my tv is like taking a long time to come in like it's warming up i was like that's not a good sign but then i realized i've had this tv for a very long time a very long and it's not worth taking it somewhere to get fixed it's 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 probably just time to like uh uh i'm just i'm just uh it's time for new new tv <laughs> i know it uh you know and uh do you know what i mean like uh yeah 
So I'm sorry. I was, I was, um, people were texting me and I'm reading texts as I'm, as I'm, uh, uh, doing the day. <laughs> I'm just, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in multimedia spaces. <laughs> I'm in multimedia spaces. So a lot's going on today. Um, a lot's going on today. Let's see. Um, Emily Bernard is, is uh, going to be somewhere on York street, having a conversation with somebody, you know, she's a writer, poet, professor and i dig her and then um i'm gonna be at the divinity school uh at six for uh reverend barber so i'm going i'm going to that with uh with my good friend patty russo so we'll be at that um because you know they're launching the the uh the center you know the racial justice theology center and train up some folks so uh yeah, so I'll be there for that tonight, and then I'm, I'm then I'm going to a tea with Reverend Barber the next day. So I'm trying to juggle my schedule to suit all the things because can't get enough, can't get enough for your love, baby. Yes. So <laughs> happy Wednesday. Got my glass of water. I was up studying this morning. Um, I put in a in our our group me chat for my Yale access to law school family and say, hey, let's 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 do some studying every night for the next week or so. So uh, I was trying to get some time in studying and with with my cohort. And uh, uh, I think we take another practice test soon. And uh, I got all my accommodations. I'm so delighted. I need to go and read, but I read some of it. So I mean, I got accommodations. So I could stand up and I, I mean, I could do all the things. And I had my accommodations in February 22nd. So I I waited a whole month to check to see. <laughs> the site is not user-friendly. Like they didn't send me an email saying you have mail. So I don't check that part when I'm on the site. So so I got a, I got a, so, so I had, I called them up because I hadn't heard anything. And I was like, you know, from what I understand, if you don't get your accommodations accepted, you have like 48 hours to like rebut and fight for them. I didn't even have to do that. They were sitting in my damn, <laughs> in my, on my, on my page. <laughs> since February, the letter been sitting there since February 22nd. <laughs> so I, I, um, I, um, so there's a little thing that kept asking me, um, is anything changed? And I was like, no. So they sent me another one dated for yesterday, uh, uh, February, February 3rd or something. I was like, I know they must have been like, so when I called, she was like, oh yeah, sitting in your thing. Let me walk you to how you, how to get there. Cause I would have never figured that out. I, I don't, I didn't know where to look. Like, I, it's just, it's not the, it's not user-friendly. So I was like, okay. But anyway, it's there. I printed it out because I needed to. I needed to uh, have it, and uh, that was that. So, so yeah. So I got my accommodations, which makes a huge difference in terms of test taking, and I, I and I was nervous about it, uh, but now I can start moving forward taking practice tests with the accommodations in place. You know, so uh, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm going to do. 
and uh uh yeah so that's the way of the world i have on pink today but i don't know if i'm gonna keep pink on all day um i watched the um i watched uh trump uh go get indicted all right you know they didn't allow any cameras into the space um i i vaguely remember that process you know when you go and whatever um um I, I I never have to say I was guilty or not guilty. We we just arranged it and it was just fine. I didn't have handcuffs. They didn't perp walk me. You know, it was none of that stuff. I got fingerprinted. I got my picture taken and they were like, we never release your picture. So he's like, you don't have to worry about that. The feds don't release your picture. I was like, okay. I mean, I would, I mean, I, I didn't ask. They just said, you know, and, uh, I was like, okay, whatever, yeah. So that was that. So I vaguely remember my day in court, you know, uh, and that that day that you go to court counts as the day as part of your sentence. That's why I ended up. I had a thirty-one day sentence. I ended up serving thirty because that day in court um, was a, was part of it. I had no idea. You don't, there's so many things that you don't know about the judicial system and, and the processes of being indicted and, and all that. I mean, it's, it really is God help people who want to defend themselves, you know, unless you, unless you've got some skill set like um, the visioning project folks, when I met them, you know, uh, the, the man that I met who was lovely, lovely man who was graduating in two weeks uh, from William and, uh, Roger and Clark Law School. I think that's the name of it. Um, you know, he served 28 years in prison for a crime he did not commit and uh taught himself how to become a lawyer in a jailhouse lawyer and got his got his sentence overturned and got exonerated and then got out and went to law school, the whole thing. And uh it's it's impressive. It's just impressive. It's just, it's just, it's just impressive, you know, uh, and it just gave me some good tips about um, law school and, uh, and the LSAT and, and I just have a new resolve about it, you know, I have a new resolve and uh, it's probably the same resolve just hyped up. <laughs> I just, I really want to do this. I mean, I want to go to divinity school. I want to go to law school. I want to, I, I, I just see a clear marriage of the two. I just, I see it. I'm not the only one because there's other people who have that same, you know, who have done it or doing it. I have that same regard, you know. So, so I'm, I'm going to try the divinity school one more time. But right now my focus is squarely uh, the law school. Um, it just, I mean, the LSAT, getting through the LSAT. And I'm going to apply to the schools in 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 this area because I'm not uprooting my life to go nowhere. And and I've been being pitched by other law schools and I appreciate that. I'm grateful. I feel honored and 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 thank, you know, I, there's some interest in me, but I, I need to stay local because that's where the fight is for me. And uh, And this is my home. And, and I like being in New Haven. So uh, I, I want to be a, a neighborhood lawyer. You know, I want to I take up stuff that, you know, 
And I know it's going to be grueling because I'm a representative people who don't got no money. I know it. I know it. And I, and I have to sustain myself. So, but you know, God will provide a way. <laughs> I've come this far on faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. See, that's, so I, that's my old, that's my Pentecostal roots right there. I, I'm never going to give up my Pentecostal roots in terms of, of that. You just break out in the song. And I'm no singer. I mean, I could sing a little bit, but I couldn't sing a whole damn song. I just give you a verse. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I am at. Um, so, so I just feel like it'll all, it'll, it, I just, I just, at this point in my life, I just believe things will work to their greater good on my behalf. I believe that the universe is conspiring to bring me the hearts of my desire or the desires of my heart fully and, and, and beautifully. I, I believe, I wake up believing that the universe is conspiring in my favor and that the universe requires me to show up so that it can conspire in my favor. That's how I see it. <laughs> this is way more than the glasses full or empty. This is a picture. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I want the picture kind of girl. Mix up the lemonades or the mojitos or whatever it is, baby. Mix it up. So, so there'll be no word on the street today because um, Paul Bass is uh, traveling to go see the grandbabies and uh, for Passover and it is Passover. So, uh, and, and uh, Jewish people like those of us who are Protestant want to gather with our loved ones uh, during these, these holy seasons. So that's what we're doing. I kind of feel like I want an Easter dinner on Sunday. I was like, I'm gonna you wanna have you wanna make some let's make some Easter dinner. <laughs> let's see if Ife wanna make some if we wanna have some Easter dinner at her house. I'm kinda and then uh uh the uh Yale, the under Yale undergraduate jazz collective um kicks off their their um their jazz festival uh soon. I think either kicks off Sunday or let me see sometime this week. Uh, it kicks off Friday, Friday night. So I might um, make my way uh, to see the Steve Sandberg trio. That's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do that on Friday night because uh I think that'll be lovely. And I, I I I like their jazz. You know, we stumbled across their jazz festival uh before the pandemic and we were going uh two years in a row before the pandemic. And then the pandemic shut it all down. Then I think they tried, they did something virtual. I caught some of that. Um, but now they're full on. Last year they were full on back. Um now they're back again. So and they've got a great lineup. And I always find interesting folks. And I love buying jazz CDs and, you know, that kind of thing. So 
Um, so if you if you don't know, the Yale Undergraduate Jazz Collective um, is such an amazing group of musicians, and you really should go and uh, support them. You know, uh, uh, world class musicians, just world class musicians. Uh, and they do it and they pull it off and it's such a good time. And uh, so I'm just saying that if you want to get into something that's really, really amazing, get into that. That's, that's, uh, that's something, you know, that is something. Uh, and uh, listen, and uh, the New Haven Docs documentary series they're going to do the first Friday of every month at Best Video Film and Cultural Center. So they're going to do, uh, uh, they're going to screen their films. Um, so they're starting Friday at seven uh, and it begins the series and they're going to uh, screen Steve Ham's Oystering Life followed by a lively conversation uh, with Steve and Chef Nadine Nelson, uh, the, the green cuisine, the green queen of cuisine. And so, and this, I think this is appropriate because as we talking about oysters and she's, uh, you know, she is Caribbean uh, in her culture and heritage. And so the, I, I bet you that would be a good conversation of uh, food and film and food talk. So, and, you know, it's just up the road. Y'all know where best video is up the road um, on uh, Whitney Avenue, uh, right across the street from the church. So if you've never been and I've never been I've been threatening to go so so I would suggest that you uh you know you make your way because I think it'll be good I'm going to be at the jazz thing so I'm not going to make the conversation the screening uh, because I had already just decided I want to go hear some live music in person so <sighs> you know so that's what I'm that's what I'm about that's what I'm into <laughs> That's what I'm into. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So check it out. Come, come, come. Check out all the things that's going on. Oh, and I think um, Restaurant Week is coming up. New Haven Restaurant Week, which is such a good time for, particularly in a city that is such a food town like New Haven. Um, you know, Restaurant Week Week gives you opportunity to sort of check out restaurants that you normally wouldn't check out because the prices are so good and attractive that you're like, hmm, I've never been to you. I've never been to and 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 different restaurants sign up. Not not every single restaurant does it, uh, but th but there's so many restaurants that do. So if there's a place that you've been hankering to hit, check to see if they're uh, signed up, and and then get on the then get on the wire and go go see it go eat there uh go eat there i i gotta make my way to the loop because i had the chef on months ago and uh and he has invited me to come and i my schedule has not permitted me to uh get over there so <coughs> so ife and i gonna make our way over there at some point and uh have some dinner so so we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I I do think I'm gonna go to church on Easter Sunday, and I do think um, I'm definitely gonna go to the jazz uh, concert uh, that evening. So so there's a, I mean there's a lot going on. There always is. 
and uh you know it's good uh i i'm not spending too much time on on uh on uh, that crazy president i'm just not going to do it uh but what i will say is that uh high five to uh yukon men and uh the the young sister the is it lsu is that the women's team that won i'm just trying to get a sense of uh anyway they're giving her fever but i just think she's so bold and i just love her style what do they call it a bayou barbie <laughs> i i just love her uh uh I, I just love her and it's just uh it's just uh, a lovely a, a lovely thing to see a, a young sister talk that kind of trash and be at the top of her game and everybody just got their lips out about it. <laughs> Listen, you know what I say? Give everybody cape and let them be super mad. <laughs> yes, she plays for LSU. And she's cousins to Jordan Hawkins, who plays for UConn. So I know, listen, the cookout is going to be banging this summer at their house. I know it. I know the cookout is going to be everything. It's going to be so much fun. They're going to be just chatting it up. So high five to them, Jordan Hawkins and An An Angel Reese. Uh, so, you know, they're from the DMV, but they rep their teams beautifully. And uh, high five to them. High five. Woo! I just, I just enjoy her, and she's so confident when she's talking, you know, when she's speaking about, you know, who she is and what she's about and how she plays, and I'm just so in awe to to be that, uh, you know, to just be that confident and and solid in your game, so. Yeah, and it was, you know, NPR has a piece up yesterday uh, during the women's NCAA finals, the LSU Angel Reese waved her hand in front of her face while glaring at Iowa's Caitlin Clark. And and so everybody got mad at She didn't start it. Caitlin started it, but that's fine. It's just trash talking on the, on the, uh, on the court. And I, I don't know why people think that women's sports is all about you know, handkerchiefs and and tea, right? Like these girls are playing basketball, and they trash talking the same way they trash talk. The men trash talk, and don't nobody say a damn thing. It's this double standard. There's so many double standards in this game. First of all, they on this sister because they feel like she was being unsportsmanlike. But this that white girl was started it and kicked it off. And then they were like, oh, she's edgy. <laughs> so the young sister does it back and they're doing it back and forth and they're not mad at each other or anything. They're just in the zone. And people are calling this young sister ghetto and, oh, who's her coach? And it was just, you know, I, white people, go sit your narrow asses down and stop trying to create foolishness where none exists. I just really, I just had to say that <laughs> because y'all are exhausting. 
you 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 on this issue, but your lips are tight about firearm control. I I don't see you being I don't see you being very vocal about the use of firearms in when you know anywhere. I I you mute. I can't I can't hear you. I can't hear the outrage. But but you but you feign outrage over some foolishness that don't have nothing to do with you or your everyday practical life. That's that's the part that I, you know. You, but you're not out here stomping for a woman's right to choose. You're not doing that. Oh, you you mute. You know, you mute. I don't I don't hear you. <laughs> I do not hear you. I don't hear you. So, so just go somewhere and sit down, people. Sit down. Seriously. Anyway, enough of that. They're champions. No one could take that away. Their town, their their respective towns and places where they come from and schools will celebrate them. And ticker take parades will happen and all the things. Now, on to Bridgerton. I'm so excited to see the upcoming uh, prequel book, Queen Charlotte. I just think, I just think um, Shonda Rhimes is just genius. This is just gonna be so good. People are already excited. I'm already excited. I'm looking forward to the backstory of uh, Queen Charlotte. And Queen Charlotte was a real person. So so I, I'm looking forward to, to, to what they do and how they do it. And it's just gonna be uh, very, very interesting. And and good. And you know, binge, I know it's gonna be binge worthy. Like, how could it not be? You're gonna be like, oh, I can't get enough. I can't get enough. I I I wish I could say I will try to pace myself. Like I wish I could say I, I won't sit there and watch like eight gazillion episodes. I don't know. I might have to just stand, put the treadmill in my room and walk the treadmill while I binge or ride my my bike, put my bike in front of the TV and ride while I'm you know what I mean like that that might be how I have to approach this because <laughs> otherwise I, I just don't know I just don't know <laughs> what you do to me I'm not the same <laughs> I don't I don't know so, so so I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to my trip uh, I got my uh, trip insurance yesterday through Karen Bellamy. I'm going to call her today. It's like, listen, let me talk to you about some life insurance because I need to, uh, I need to look at my life insurance policies. And, and you know, I, I, it's time to 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 reengage in that uh, because I do not wish to be a burden to my children, and uh, I think it's time to set set that house in order. Um, and uh, and and I know better because uh, my mother set the house in order for me and my siblings. So I'm going to do the same. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, so I'm going to get on that. I'm going to send her a message and like, what what can I get if I got this kind of money? Uh, what can I get? <laughs> I need I need something. I need a little something something. You know, take care, take care of my, my, uh, my end of days, my end, my end day. 
And uh, and do you know they have whole little kits that you can buy to plan for your for your exit. I didn't even, I was not aware. I just stumbled into it. So I was like, I might get me one. I mean, it might be just something simple. I mean, it's, you know, a, a envelope and, and a, and a bigger envelope to just put all the information that is relevant, relevant and pertinent to your life. So on that last day, people is not going through all this foolishness that I got going on, trying to figure out where's the, this, and where's the dad and where are the codes and what's the bank account and all that kind of stuff. So I want to I want to already be able to put that stuff uh, together so that uh, I, I'm ready. Do you know what I mean? I I want to I want to be ready, and uh, and I want to I don't want to go fund me for my funeral. I don't. So I need to, uh, you know, if people do a GoFundMe, it'll be to fund my fund. That'll be it. That's that's what I want. Like if people want to start a GoFundMe, it won't be to sort of uh um pay for my service i i want to go fund me to, to if y'all want to raise money for my fund uh the freed woman fund so that's what i want i want that and then the other part uh is i want to uh i i've decided that i want to be buried at the grove street cemetery that's 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 where i want to go um and uh and I'm going to buy my plot so that uh, that's where I end up. That's where I want to, you know, I, I was, I was on the fence about where I wanted to be and turned, you know, if I wanted to be cremated, if I wanted to be turned into jewels, if I wanted my ashes, you know, scattered to the four, to, to the four winds, you know, I, 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 you know, I've been thinking about this for quite some time. It's like, well, where, and then I thought, well, I don't know if I want my ashes to be all over the place. Eh. You know, then I thought, well, I'll get cremated and then I'll intern my ashes. And I was like, well, you know, that doesn't make me happy either. And then so I was like, well, so I'm back to a casket and 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 in 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 the cemetery. So I figured if I could get like, you know, a glittery casket, you know, stuff that I a blinged out casket with a beautifully uh sort of pink and red interior, because I love pink, but I'm a delta, so one little red in there or maybe you put a little red pillow you know that's what i mean like i want i want and i'm thinking about this in a in a real way and and now that i'm talking about it somebody could go back and get a point of reference be like this is what bab says she wanted but i i get a sense of my i'm a you know expressed to my children this is what i want and i want all the hoopla i want all the pop and circumstance i want i want i want a second line i want live musicians i want <laughs> i want i want um, the altar filled with all my pictures. I, I want a closed casket. I don't see the need of having an open casket, although I would look fly, but I think a closed casket um, and then um, pictures of me across the, across the, 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 the sanctuary. And God knows there's enough amazing pictures of me that no one would have to dig to find a wretched, you know, because this is what I cannot stand. People who don't like to take pictures, when your end comes and you don't have any good pictures, you're going to really hate what your family has to choose from. I'm just I'm just putting it out there because oftentimes I see so many terribly put out pictures because people didn't take the, they didn't think about this. They're like, oh, it's not. And then your family has to sift through all these God awful photos to find one that is suitable. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all seen them programs where there have been pictures of people 
a half ass in a picture sitting at a cook. Oh my God, just terrible pictures. I have enough good ass pictures floating on these internets that it will not be a hard lift to find pictures. That it, if the hard lift is, she has too many good pictures and we can't possibly choose. And then you put it on a digital screen then. You just rotate a gazillion pictures on a digital screen. That's what you do. I want, I've got pictures that you could put on the altar and then I've, then you could upload the other ones for a digital present. That's what I want. You know, I want, I want lots of music. I want jazz. I want a little bit of gospel, you know, you know, not too much. I want a really done well program, you know, uh, I want all the bells and whistles. And then I want to be interned at Grove Street Cemetery. That's where I want to be. That's it. <laughs> I don't care where my other people are. Let them be where they at. <laughs> I know where I want to be. I want to be right in the heart of a city that I love so much. I want to be right in the heart of a city that I love so much, you know? Um, and so, so I got to start, I got to start planning and saving for that and thinking about that, you know, because it's not, it's not cheap, but it's not terribly expensive either. Like, I mean, it's not. So, uh, so I, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if that could be taken care of, like when my demise and pay for it with my, my insurance money. Or do I just go and pick something and start paying on it? And then this is what it is. Because that's what I want to do. <laughs> I just don't know what you do to me. I'm not the same. I know. I should not be singing like freaking main songs. But I'm in, I'm in the singing kind of mood. And, and it is poetry month. And I was thinking, I know I have some poetry by maybe buy some Jewish poets. Uh, I know I, I have some. Uh, I'm going to look that up and see what I come up with because, uh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you can, I, yeah, I might look into that, Ife. You know, I don't, now I don't know who I want to do my services like that, but, uh, uh, but I do like the idea of, uh, being at Grove Street Cemetery. Um, I just want to be there. I think that's a place that I want to be amongst interesting and historical people. And they have a lot of black people over there. I want to be one of them. So uh so that's that's what I want to do. I wanna I wanna get right. So that's on my that's on my goal of 60. Uh as I as I'm chasing 60. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send Karen a, a message and say, listen, I need some uh, life insurance and this is what I want to do, you know? Because for a long time we held, when I was married, we held, we, held, we held policies, hefty policies. And then, you know, when you get divorced, you just sort of change that, right? Um, you change that. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, look into reinstating myself uh, around that. Let's look for something. Oh, so so yeah, and I'm not being morbid. I'm just trying to be uh, you know, I, I don't I don't mind talking about these things. I guess because I grew up with a mother who talked about these things. And and so it was never uh I, I never and we used to just joke her and be like, oh are we talk about this again. But let me tell you something. 
when she passed, we didn't have no problems. It was smooth sailing. We didn't have to ask nobody for nothing. We didn't have to do it, go for nothing. It was, my mother had her affairs so in order and she was very clear about what she wanted her service to be. And we just executed it. That was it. That was it. You know, uh, that was it. And it was great. It was great. Uh, and people still, every now and again, I still run into somebody who's like, your mother's service is one of the best services I've ever been to. Or how do I get a service like that? I was like, well, you got to talk to your kids. Your kids got to be on board. You know, because my mother, my mother was adamant. She didn't want to be anybody's church and she didn't want any preacher saying anything about her because she's like, I don't know them like that. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> and, and we, 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 and we followed along. We, we, and, and some family members were a little miffy about it, but I was like, listen, I may not have been a damn good daughter in life, but I'm going to be a good daughter for her and her death. And uh, y'all gonna, y'all gonna, y'all gonna, um, y'all gonna get over it. <laughs> y'all gonna get over it, over it, over it. And they did. And now they're dead too. So there's that, you know, everybody's time is coming. I want to be prepared and I damn sure don't want to leave them. I don't want to leave my kids with a mess. You know, I just don't. I don't want to leave them with a mess. So, so whatever I could take care of, uh, whatever I could take care of, that's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do, and uh, that's it. So, so yeah. So I've been thinking about this, and that's where I'm at. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I guess I'm gonna be in turn. I'm gonna be in a casket. Uh, find me a nice casket, probably one that's sparkly as hell. That's what I want. That's it. You know, something sparkly. And uh uh-huh. So I'm just uh I'm looking for some poets, specifically Jewish poets, only because it is Passover. And because it's Passover, I think uh it would be lovely to have uh uh it would be lovely to have. Uh, some poetry and it doesn't have to necessarily be uh um uh, um passover poems but just passover uh poems by jewish folks so we'll 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 get into it while we have time so i got a few minutes so let me let me see what i could dig up and uh and and there's some good contemporary jewish poets too I'm just trying to uh, figure it out, which is really nice. And, uh, oh, there's a lot. Uh, uh, okay, Ooh, there's, there's a lot to be said about this. Okay, so now I've got a, a, a bunch to pick from. Um, and uh, I'm going to take a look. Uh, well, of course, uh, no, that's not what I wanted. Everybody's got these pop-ups that really annoy me to no end. Uh, that that annoy me to no end. 
So let me, let me, let me, let me, I, I found a poet that I think um, uh, Celia Dropkin um, and uh, let me see if this is the poem. I think it's a love letter by Celia Dropkin. Let me, let me see this. Cause I think, um, oh no, that's not what I want. It is kind of what I want. Let me see. Let me, let me, let me make sure I'm reading this right. <laughs> because, you know, set up, well, it's a, is, it, is this Yiddish? Yiddish poems. Uh, okay, I don't like that poem. So let me see what else. Let me see. Ah, that's, that's the thing about poems. You could just like scroll through and you could like spend some time thinking, Oh, I want this. I want that. I want, this is what I mean. This is what I'm thinking about. And uh, nice, 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 nice. But it is, it is April's National Poetry Month. So I'm inviting people uh, to just get, get into some poems. Even if you think you don't like poetry, they, I, I, I put money on the fact that there's a poem for uh, uh, everybody. There's a, there's a poem for everybody. There really is a poem for every, everybody. And uh, I'm convinced of that. And uh, it just takes, uh, it just takes people to just dig through and, and just start getting a vibe in the field for what they like. And, you know, when you hear a poem, you know, you, you, I, there are very few poems I've ever heard in my life that did not move me to, to the, to, to that moved me so greatly. I, just about every poem I've ever heard has moved me. Even if I didn't like it, I was still uh, moved by it. Do you know what I mean? Like I was still moved by it. And uh, it's always, uh, uh, it's just always good habit to spend some time uh, contemplating and discerning a, a poem and, and see where it fits in, in your everyday practical life. I know that seems very uh, highbrow intellectual, but but it's really very basic, you know, you find a poem, even if it's a children's poem, you know, uh, even, even if you, uh, even if you, uh, like a children's poet, poem, yeah, I mean, it's a poem, you know, so here's one by, I'm trying to, this is the Jewish Book Council and uh, uh, Voices Within the Ark, the Modern Jewish Poets. And this was from 2016. So I dare say there's been more Jewish poets since 2016. <laughs> um, so, uh, but but they've got they've got a, a collection of poems. Uh, let me see. I didn't know there was a Jewish Poetry Month. Well, it. National Poetry Month is April. So they put out some books. Uh, and uh, quite, a, quite a bit of Jewish poets. 
which is really, really nice. Uh, and some some that have uh, uh, won some awards. So so that'd be kind of cool. Uh, the 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 selected poetry of Yehuda uh, um, Amakai. I think that's how you say that. So, so while I ponder and look and try to figure out what to what to read. Oh, okay. I got to keep an eye on the clock because you know I get caught up. <laughs> I get caught up. I'm I'm going down a like Harry and I like to say, going down a rabbit hole. I'll go down a rabbit hole in a minute, and uh, before you know it, I'm like, oh. What is happening? What is happening? On Earth, this is uh this is from the book of poetry, Breathing in the Dark from 2011. It's uh uh Howard Schwartz's uh Yahuda uh, uh Amichi Amakai Amakai in the Heavenly Jerusalem from his book of poetry, Breathing in the Dark from 2011. And uh this is the I guess this is the final the final poem. So, um, on earth, in his beloved Jerusalem, he could often be found in that tiny cafe on King George sipping black coffee. Everyone knew who he was, but they all left him alone. Later, he would shop in the shulk like everyone else, take a seat in the back of the bus, put down his bags of fruits, vegetables and dream a little till the bus reached his stop everyone else was asleep when he rose at four in the morning to jot down the poems hidden in the corners of his city this was his secret life on his 70th, 70th birthday he whispered i'm tired of giving birth and it seemed to be true his face was tired even his eyes and yet something continued to burn I've learned the secret of fertilizing myself, he told me. I supply both egg and seed, but I'm tired of giving birth. At 76, he took leave of this world quietly. And as one would expect of such a modest man, presidents and prime ministers spoke at his funeral. Thousands gathered to pay their respects. When he reached heaven, he was greeted by his heroes, King David and Shmuel Hag Magid along with hundreds of his poems, their flying letters swirling around him. The angels delighted to welcome him, offered him a pair of wings, but he declined saying, it's enough if my words have wings. Tell me, where are the cafes? <laughs> I love that. I love it. And then, uh, uh, other souls wander the streets of paradise like tourists, staring at the heavenly temple or taking a seat at the back of Rashi's class. Not Yehuda. He's still longing for the ruins of the earthly temple, for the ancient stones of his er earthly city, for all the sheets hung out to dry, flapping like sails in the wind. And that, my friend, uh, is taking from, uh, this is Yehuda, uh, um, Amici, and this is a piece of work by Howard Schwartz, 
um, in the heavenly Jerusalem. Uh, Yehuda Amici in the heavenly Jerusalem from his book of poetry, Breathing in the Dark in 2011. So beautiful, beautiful poem. Beautiful poem. So uh, thank you, Howard Schwartz. Uh, um, for that poem. So I just felt like that's perfect for Passover today. You know, perfect. It's got a lot to unpack there. And uh, and I think it would be such fitting. Uh, such fitting, such fitting. So, so anyway, when we come back from break, I might uh, jump into a little bit more of some Jewish poets since it is... Uh, Passover and Easter, right? Because the uh, the those those early Christians were Jewish. <laughs> they weren't Christians. <laughs> they were Jewish people. <laughs> they were Jewish people who who uh, who were um, attending to the Christ. You know, Christ was Jewish. So uh, so so it's only fitting that we we combine these cultures a little bit. And, and see where one begins and where one begins and where one begins and where one begins and see the threads of connection, the familiar threads of connection and the gospel threads of connection and the story threads of connection. Um, that's what makes this such a holy time, you know, that, uh, that we forget. And, you know, we're so busy separating out things and I get it. Everybody wants to claim whatever they claim, but it is lovely to sort of, you know, hold hold all of this sacred and say, this fits here and this all belongs. And this is the bigger story. And this is where this piece fits in the bigger story. And this is, you know, you know, like that that's how we begin to build bridges back to ourselves with each other. You know, if we could see the bigger picture of where all this fits and where everything fits. Uh, that the story is not just, you know, parsed out for Jewish people and Christians and Catholics, you know, uh, Protestant and Catholics. That 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 is that the story is so big, and that if it 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 fits us all, like we all can have a piece of the story. We can all take solace in the story. The story is what moves us. The story is what restores our faith. It's the story. So anyway. I'll be back. Uh, I'm going to take a break and I'll be back on the other side. Y'all uh, keep it groovy. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Living in strange times, I'll find my strength. Even when down, I'll stand. Do you love me? Don't belong. Sometimes I wish I was born.
the second hour of love babs love talk on babs rolls ivy it's wednesday it's the middle of the week baby what you into <laughs> what are you into i don't even know what's going on in 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 regular news but i'm gonna hit you with one more poem and this these po- this i'm gonna choose a poem by um uh emma emma lazarus right uh and uh she was uh um well, I'll tell you about her in a minute, but let me let me give you one of her poems, and because uh, they're they're short, but they're uh, 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 well done and uh, Jewish. 
Let me see. Let me pick one. I'm so busy looking over. Uh, I'm so busy looking over. Uh, uh, I'm so busy looking over them. I, I think uh, in the in the Jewish synagogue at Newport by Emma Lazarus. Here, where the noises of the busy town, the oceans plunge and roar can enter not, we stand and gaze around with tearful awe and must muse upon the consecrated spot. No signs of life are here. The very prayers inscribed around are in a language dead. The light of the perpetual lamp is spent that in undying radiance was to shed. What prayers were in this temple offered up, wrung from sad hearts that knew no joy on earth by these lone exiles of a thousand years from far sunrise land that gave them birth. How, as we gaze in this new world of light, upon this relic of the days of old, the present vanishes in tropic bloom in eastern towns and temples we behold. Again, we see the patriarch with his flocks, the purple seas, the hot blue sky overhead, the slaves of Egypt, omens, mysteries, dark fleeing hosts by flaming angels led. A wondrous light upon a sky-kissed mount, a man who reads Jehovah's written law, midst binding glory and effulgence rare, unto a people prone with relevant awe, reverent awe. The pride of luxury's barbaric pomp in rich court of royal Solomon. Alas, we wake, one scene alone remains, the exiles by the streams of Babylon. Our softened voices send us back again, but mournful echoes through the empty hall. Our footsteps have a strange, unnatural sound, and with unwanted gentleness, they fall. The weary ones, the sad, the suffering, all found their comfort in the holy place, and children's gladness and men's gratitude took voice and mingled in the chant of praise. The funeral and the marriage, now alas, we now, we know not which is sadder to recall. For youth and happiness have followed age, and green grass lieth gently over all. Nathless, <clears throat> nothless, the sacred shrine is holy yet, with its lone floors where reverent feet once trod. Take off your shoes as by the burning bush before the mystery of death and God. That's, man, that's something. In the Jewish synagogue at Newport by Emma Lazarus. And uh, so Emma Lazarus, um, uh, let's see, she was best known. She, she, was, she, she was an American Jewish poet born in New York City. And she was best known for the New Colossus, a sonnet written in 1883. Its lines appear on the bronze plaque in the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty in 1912. American poet, best known for her, yeah. So the educational Emma Lazarus resource. Um, so you can you can find out about her. So uh, so y'all know that's the poem that sits at the feet of the Statue of Liberty. Ah, uh, not not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land. Here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning and her name mother of exiles. From her beaconed hand glows worldwide welcome. 
her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. And that, my friends, is the, at the base of the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> the Colossus. We are so far away from that. We're not trying to hear nothing about homeless, tired, poor, huddled masses. We're not trying to hear none of that. If your ship comes in this, into in our land, into our, in our into our waterways, we are turning you back, unless you are of Eastern European descent. Other other than that, if you are a darker hue, don't you come, don't you come, don't you come, don't you come. We did not, we did not, we do not want you here. That is the rallying cry, right? That is the cry. So anyway, uh, I just thought I'd, I'd get a little bit more um, um, poetry by by Jewish poets uh, because it is Passover. And I don't know, it just seems like it's the appropriate thing to do. Now, my Jewish friends might say, mm, Babs, don't do that again. <laughs> we don't want to hear no poems of Passover. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. We'll see. I know this. Uh, we have shared destiny and if we don't figure that out I, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what so anyway uh, uh, yeah anyway let's uh, let's keep it moving people so what else are people into uh, what else can we get into what else? Uh, I am so, I must tell you, you know, when I was sitting in church on Palm Sunday and listening to Reverend Barber, I, I tell you, you, you could feel, you could feel the sense of urgency around restoring a moral compass. And when I say restoring a moral compass, I don't mean like your religion is better than my religion. What you believe is, is trash and 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 women ought to wear long skirts and abortion is a is is a murder. I, now I don't mean that. That's not moral compass. That's that's control and 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 um, that's just control and more control. When I when I say moral compass, I mean collectively raise up uh, everybody who is in need. That's that's what I mean to raise up everybody in need and to make sure that all the citizens of this nation and of the world have, have basic necessities. Like why, why can't we globally get to that thinking? Right? I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to have any more conversations about war. I don't want to have any more conversations about uh, who sitting creating more weapons of mass destruction. I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to have any more conversations about that. I don't want to have any more conversations about uh, what we don't do for vets, but yet we've, but but yet they've they've honored their part of the the commitment, but we have not honored our part to their commitment. I, I just so many things have got to go differently, and and if people are trying to sort of get rich and and damn their neighbors like that, they, these people ought to be shunned. 
And please don't write me talking about, oh, what you talk about is communism. Oh, what you talk about is socialism. I don't give a damn what it is. We have got to take care of each other. We have a shared destiny. Everybody is on this planet together. I don't care how, you, how many fences you put up. I don't know how, care how much you parcel off the land. I, it doesn't matter. We, it, we are still on this planet together. And what affects my sisters and brothers with the least, it has to come back up on me in some form or fashion. I just need us to get to a collective high ground. Let's, let's get to a collective high ground. You know, I was I was watching a piece. I was watching a piece on Facebook the other night. Whereas uh, in Japan, children are left outside in their strollers. Uh, children can wander and get on trains by themselves uh, because everybody because they have adopted a, a, in the country that children are to be protected, children are to be looked after, and children are all our responsibilities. So. You could see children out doing shopping, doing the grocery shopping, children getting home from school, and no harm comes to them because everybody is responsible for them. Everybody. Can you imagine? I don't even know what that's like, that we could be responsible for each other enough where children could be free. <sighs> I dream a world. <laughs> don't you? I dream a world, don't you? Don't you? So anyway, let me tell you all something. Audra McDonald is coming to 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 uh Audra McDonald is coming to Long War for our gala. And uh let me tell you something. If you don't get tickets. You are going to be mad, mad, mad. People are already buying tickets. People are already buying the high-end sponsorship tickets because they know they know they want to be in the space. And I'm thinking to myself, I better get on this. Like, I better secure some tickets for me and my friends because we're not missing this. <laughs> we're not missing this. We're not missing Audrey McDonald. We are not. We are not missing it. I'm telling you, we are not missing it. And don't forget, Live from the Edge kicks off April 27th through May 21st. And uh, if you don't know what Live from the Edge is, and I'll get back to Audra McDonald, uh, Space Ballroom, 295 Treadwell Street in Hamden. It's a great space, uh, wonderful space. So Live from the Edge is an experience unlike any other created by the universes. Long Wharf Theaters, Mellon Foundation Playwrights and Residents, Steve Sapp and Mildred Ruiz Sapp. And I had them on the show with the library folks. Um, for Mardi Gras and this, because I just wanted to mash up the two things. I thought it was great. So, so the show blends a range of performance styles from childhood rhymes to poetry to community rituals, hip hop, gospel, and more. I mean, this is a full on opportunity for you to just like immerse yourself in entertainment. Like you, you will thoroughly be, it would be thought provoking and it would be high energy and it would be entertaining. So enter an immersive musical that draws inspiration from headline news and builds off the energy of the audience to make you reimagine what theater can be. And this is our first, uh, this is our first venture out from the Long Wharf space, the Sergeant Drive space. So I want people to come. Now I'm going to be away. So I, I won't be there for opening night, but you best believe I'm going to catch this joker uh, because I just dig them. They're so talented. 
And so uh, I just want you to, uh, I just want you to make sure that you do not miss universe. You you, you don't miss um, live from the edge and it runs from, uh, from April 27th to May 21st. So maybe I'll get them back on. We'll see. Uh, but I just think it's a wonderful opportunity to just see theater, how you, how we should be seeing theater, you know, let's shift. Come on now. Let, let's shift, let's shift, let's shift. And this, they got an amazing cast of, of performers. So check, check that out. And, and the tickets are, are nice, you know, they're nice, 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 nice tickets. So you could get, you could get tickets for, I'm pulling it up now. I can tell you, cause I, I don't want you to miss it. Uh, member ticket. If you're a member, it's thirty five dollars. So, uh, um, regular tickets are fifty five dollars. If you just want to pay it forward, uh, you could pay it forward and help bring theater to everybody, um, including ten dollar tickets for college students and making free tickets for for kids for K through twelve. So pay it forward if you can. Uh, college student tickets are ten bucks. You just need show up with your ID and get in. Come on, this is a good night. The bus runs by there, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, so you can go April or you can go May. Come on, get it in. You you will enjoy this. I, have I steered you wrong? I've not steered you wrong. Uh, oh, and by the way, this is the last week for collective consciousness. Oh, if you don't go see this play, I don't know what to tell you. You're missing out on some good ass theater, thought provoking, contemplative, discerning theater. And I was so happy to do the talk back. It was really good. So uh, so anyway, the gala, the Longworth Theater Gala is May 15th, 530 to 10 o'clock at Lyman. Do not miss this. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> One night only performance by Audra McDonald to build, benefit Longworth Theater. I'm telling you, if you miss it, you're going to be heavily, highly annoyed. You're going to be annoyed. And I don't want you to miss it. I really don't want you to miss it. So come, 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 come. And, uh, you know, just come and just be about it. I'm going to be there. I don't, I'm not missing this. It's 530 to 10 o'clock. I'm going to be there at 5 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to be there at 5 o'clock. I'm not going to miss this. Are you kidding me? You know, I'm not, I'm just not going to miss it. I'm just not going to miss it. I'm not going to miss it. So I, I want, I want y'all to, to be about it. So yeah. So come and support, uh, 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 live from the edge kicks off opening night is April 27th. It runs through May 21st and Audra McDonald, May 15th. Um, the, the tickets are not on sale just yet, but they will be going on sale there. The sponsor stuff is, is up, um, uh, but the individual tickets are not ready just yet. Um, but just be watching the site and paying attention to social media because when they whoo, when they hit child, if you don't get one, if you can't be there to be square, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Don't be calling me up talking about Babs. I know you're on that board. I am, but I'm telling you now, babies. <laughs> get in where you fit in because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be fabulous. And then you're going to be looking at my social media page talking about, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> all day, all night. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's going to be. So I, I want y'all to get into it. 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 
So I might run by Beauty Plus. You know, it's been a long time since I bought myself a hat. I have a gazillion hats. Some of them are smashed now, so I'm going to have to put them in the bathroom and steam them up so that they could come back to life. I think I might try to do that soon. And it just requires a little water and steam. I have a steamer, so maybe... Maybe I'll, I'll plug in my steamer and steam up my, you know, my, 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 you know, the, the cloth hat, the straw hats, you know, the hats that are, you know, straw. So, uh, but I, I do need a hat. I miss, and I haven't bought a hat in years and years and years. I think the last hat I bought was my Kentucky Derby hat. You know, I might put that on, who knows, but it's so big. I don't want to wear it to church. That's not a hat for church. It's, it's just too cumbersome. It's, it's perfect for the Kentucky Derby. You know, it's perfect for the Derby. So we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out, you know. But it feels good to put a hat on. And, you know, I like a big country church hat. You know, I like a big fancy, let's just show off hat. I don't care. Listen, what are they going to do? Oh, what are people going to say? Oh, she got on that big fancy hat? Yeah. <laughs> Where she thinks she's going? Where she thinks she's at? That's <laughs> that's that's where I'm going. Where she thinks she's at? That's where I'm going. I'm going. I'm going wherever you think I ought to be going. That's what's happening. That's what's up. You know. That's what's up. So, anyway, uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Would you be mine? Please, won't you be my neighbor? I sang that on stage at uh, Long Wharf when we were still doing the lunches at uh, the Lawn Club. So, well, let me see. Uh, let me tell you, writing. So back in, uh, I don't know. So I've, I've been committing to writing all my uh, my own poems and I think I might toss you one I should get in the habit of speaking about my own poems you know um, let me see no I oh okay let's see uh, let's see yeah, so I I I started in October. We started we started uh our writing group uh last July Sundays. And now uh and it went all through and then October of 2022 I decided to shift my writing toward poetry. And uh and it's been really really nice just to have time to work on poems uh, uh, so so that so I, I always feel like every poem that I write is always a work in progress like I could I think it's finished and then I go back to it and I read through it and I'm like oh I could let me do something let me let me let me craft something else around this do you know what I mean like you know I, I I would uh you know so so here's one I wrote in January 15th 
2023 this is number 12 so sitting on the cusp of 60 what do i know what still hurts what gives what takes this is a newness i've never known a space of great potential i can dance on the moon and make love in the rain and all manner of silliness in between all this ever-breaking day calling me to its gifts and then that's the end <laughs> I, I i think that's a great poem you know uh and then i got some dreams but they got curse words in them so and here's another i think here's another poem i wrote in february just about uh uh about almost 60 almost 60 in my heart still can quicken at the thought of whatever i dream sexy dreams of being under and over and someone over as in on top riding high back arch lips parted sweat dripping legs straddled almost 60 slow and steady fast and faster <laughs> that's that's it that's that's the poem <laughs> that might not be for that might not be family family oriented you know uh so yes i've been writing these poems and and uh I I I've enjoyed the 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 mental uh, uh I've I've enjoyed the mental hurdle. I've even um jumped onto some haiku, which uh an unexpected joy, your smile won my heart in spades, an unexpected gift. Yeah, so I like that. I never had the chance to fully grieve what we built. Now I have the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh i just yeah i mean you you just have to attempt like and it's not about good or not good it's not about perfection who who the hell is striving for perfection no not me i haven't strived for perfection in 100 years uh i i i just attempt that's it and i'm 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 my own as as we all are i am my own harshest critic right i i don't need anybody else to critique a damn thing i'm who's gonna be harder on me than me <laughs> so i i write from a place of i'm called to it that's it and i accept it and I, and who do i think i am well i know who i am i'm a writer i'm a poet and that's that's what i'm gonna claim that's that's what i'm gonna stand in and stand on i'm i'm a i'm a writer and a poet I'm a poet and a writer, and uh, and, I, and I think uh, I think people should should claim it. And it took me a long time to claim being a writer because I never felt like uh, I, I was, you know, I, I never thought that I could be in that same voice. But that's just young woman talk. And old me, the oldest, almost sixty me is like, what? <laughs> I'm a poet, and I better know it. And I'm going to show it. <laughs> I'm a rapper too. <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm going to. I'm going to be about that life. And. Uh, and I want. I want everybody to. Figure out what their. Uh, 
what their call is and just be in it. And don't be afraid. I mean, there's really nothing to be afraid of. I'm so I'm afraid of so so little these days. I mean, seeing a mouse would scare the crap out of me because I don't like them things. But but to but to to have a dream, no. It's just I've learned. You just put one foot in front of the other, and then you just talk to people. Like you know, what? I'm thinking about this, and they go, "Really? How can I help?" <laughs> that's that's the joy of New Haven, really. I've I've seen it time and time and time and time and time and time again. Especially when I talk to people and they're like, "Oh, I want to do this, and that, and the other thing," and they and I can see that they don't know where to go with it. And I and my favorite thing to do, and I say this to people all the time, I love connecting people to people. That's the joy of being um, uh, in community as much as I am and be in these streets the way that I am because you get to meet so many people and then you store that information, right? Because something will come along and you'll be like, you know what? I just had a conversation with a woman who was talking about just this thing. Let me connect you to them. Boom. I love that kind of stuff. And I don't need no credit. I just need to put people in the room and let them go make it happen. That's it. I love it. And I'm highly social, right? Like I'm I'm highly extroverted. I can spend time by myself, don't get me wrong. But I I, I people don't exhaust me the way I know people exhaust other people. And I know how to just pull up, you know. So so and I don't need a whole lot of recovery time. Like I'm I'm not one of those kinds of people that is so exhausted that I need days and days and days. Now maybe if I drank too much, I might need a whole weekend to recover, but that's an aging thing. <laughs> I'm an old lady now. <laughs> and I certainly don't act like it. So um, so I, I love connecting people to people, right? And that's that's why you get to know people um, because you 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 just want to broaden your sense of community. And that's what I do. Like I'm broadening sense of community, you know? Like if there's something happening, I love being able to sort of say, let me call so-and-so and find out what's happening. Or let me call so-and-so and see where's the best whatever to do for this particular thing, you know? And I know how to stay in touch with people. I'm constantly trying to stay in touch with people that I know, you know, so that I don't lose, so so that so much time doesn't go by, that kind of stuff. And Ken Tulo, if you're listening to me this morning, shame on you for not feeding them cherubs, New Haven pizza. You need to bring these girls back to Connecticut and immerse them. Give them a New Haven immersion experience. You can stay at your mama's house. Bring them girls to New Haven and then immerse them in New Haven. I hope they come back to New Haven and want to go to Yale or something <laughs> where you went to school. So I don't know if you listen to me, but I'm I'm on you. And then you and when you out here again, you bring your wife a daggone Yukon jersey. Let her wear it at night. See what I'm saying? See where I'm going with this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if my friend Ken Tula was listening to me. <laughs> Sometimes he does. Periodically he does. And, and he'll send me a message saying, you know, hey, that was a great conversation or blah, 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 you know. But if he's not listening to me and, and y'all know him, shout him out. Like, Babs was talking about you for two days in a row. Because that just bothers me that he got them beautiful chairs and they don't know a damn thing about UConn basketball. Shame, 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 Kentulo. Shame. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say.
<laughs> that is all I am going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, uh, well, that's it. That's it. That's it. So they must be doing some work outside because it's mighty loud. Like I hear the street traffic. Like I hear street noise. You know, but that's the thing. When you live in the city, you have to expect noise. I don't understand people. I don't understand these people who live in the city and cannot tolerate noise. If you don't want noise, move to Guilford. <laughs> no shade to my people in Guilford, but there's no noise in Guilford. <laughs> so move your asses to Guilford. You live in the city. You got to get all. You got to get all of it. You got to get all the city smoke. You got to get the sirens, the police cars. You got to get, you got to get adjacent to the, to whatever it is that's going on. You got to get it. If you don't dig it, leave. We're not going to quiet the city to accommodate your suburban perspective. That That's not how this works. And I'm not suggesting we have nonstop noise. That's not what I'm suggesting. Because I, like you, when I go to bed at night, I don't want to hear that mess. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, but I also recognize it's a city. And most people in residential neighborhoods know 10 o'clock is the cutoff for that foolishness of noise and music and parties. Uh, but if it goes a little longer, don't call the police on your neighbors. Just bear with it. They're not partying every day. You know, they might be celebrating something that's special. Graduations, weddings, uh, uh, all con retirements, whatever. Have some grace for your for your neighbors. That's what I say. I do because it. I I listen. Sometimes it gets a little noisy and wild over here. I live in New Orleans. Sometimes it gets a little wild, and 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 I and I and I get annoyed. I'm like, damn it! But then, ten eleven o'clock is done. I've never heard it go beyond that. I've never never never. And listen, I've been on my porch many a night, a little longer too, and nobody has called the cops and be like. Can you get them off that damn porch with all that goddamn talking? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> so I'm just saying it is. Uh, so tomorrow, Anru returns, and I get to say happy birthday in purpose, in person. So tomorrow, Anru comes, and uh, I can't wait to figure out what he wants to talk about. And I, I would suspect that he might want to talk about and 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 wax poetic on 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 what it means to you know, have a birthday or, or, you know, what do you learn every time that you, you, you add more time on this earth, you know? And then Friday, I have a uh, Dwayne Betts and Titus Kafar. They're coming on to talk about uh, this lovely, beautiful little art, art book. I mean, this is, this is a piece of work right here. And I mean that, like, I'm like, this is something I'm like, what I mean, I mean, you just want it because it's just interesting. And I love the way, it, you know, I'm so tactile. So it feels like ribbon and velvet. I mean, it just feels wonderful. So so anyway, um, so they'll be on talking, whatever they're going to talk about, uh, about their book and about, because I really want to get into it with them. And then we're going to try to figure out some dates to uh, uh, host the bookstore uh, at Possible Future. So we'll have a conversation. So we'll figure that out. and. Uh, and see how it goes, see how it goes. And uh, I think it'll be wonderful. I think it'll be, I, th I think it'll be a wonderful opportunity to have great conversation um, with people who are in, squarely rooted in the arts world. And, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you get any higher or better than them. 
you know, and and uh, would love to hear Dwayne du talk about uh, Freedom Reads. I mean, I just think, you know, people are doing amazing things. They see a need, they jump into it. And I believe they're both, and yes, they both are MacArthur Fellows. MacArthur Fellows. So, so we'll, we'll hear, hear some secret sauce about that. And uh, I'll start posting that up. And I'll say, hey, that's what I'm talking to on Friday. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I got to get in these streets and uh, see what's happening. I'm going to run around. I'll be back tomorrow to report. <laughs> on Rue is my guest tomorrow at 10.15. So come and get your Arishas on and uh, and we'll figure out what we're talking about. So thank you, Harry. Thank you, Paul. And uh, happy Passover to all my Jewish sisters and brothers. Um, peace be unto you. And uh, I'll be back. Tomorrow. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to WNHHLP. 103.5 FM streaming live at newhavenindependent.org If you feel